All right, everybody, welcome back. We've had a little bit of a break here. This is Epic Adventures. This is Coach Arnie, and this is episode 84. And I'm excited to get back on track here. I've been um, been kind of hectic around here, uh, stuff going on. Uh, plus, I, I went to the Grand Canyon um, last week. And... Um, so before we get there, though, let's talk about uh, where you can find me, uh, social media, TikTok, Twitter, Real Coach Arnie, Arnie Fonseca Jr. on LinkedIn and Facebook, Coach Arnie F. on Instagram, YouTube, Arnie Fonseca Jr. Um, so don't forget to follow us there as well. Um, so this is episode 84, and we're going to talk about, um, and we've done this before, but Let's have an action, uh, action after action review. Um, just want to uh, share some thoughts um, and, and kind of clear the deck here. You know, tough decisions um, are part of life, and um, I had to make a very tough decision this past weekend on my epic adventure which would have been my 11th uh, double crossing um, but it didn't happen so one of the things that I enjoy doing is uh, mastering or attempting to master the summer uh, in the Grand Canyon and myself and many others have come up with a somewhat of a system of going at night but even when you go at night, um, uh, you're going to pay a price uh, depending on when you plan on finishing or plan on starting. Um, and with the heat of the canyon, um, if you're fit and you're heat adapted, the, the evening heat is not nearly as bad, obviously, as the uh, midday sun. That's brutal. That's uh, to be avoided, I believe, at all costs, unless you are just superhuman. So I always like to go late afternoon. And uh, my uh, my friend and, and, and um, training partner the last few months, Greg and I, um, decided to um, go after it on... July the 2nd on a Friday and we left, um, we got to the canyon um, and it was a little hotter than we expected but you know, hey, look, we both had been in the heat um, and both somewhat knew what to expect at least I did, this would have been Greg's first um, uh, night crossing um, so we got started about 4 p.m. and headed down Bright Angel. And like I said, it was hotter than expected. I think the biggest thing that was that there were there was little wind. Wind helps, and especially in the inner canyon, because it can get like an oven down there. It can get hot. Um, as I, I mean, I've done so much um, evaluating in my head. And for simplicity's sake, we did choose to do Bright Angel. Um, but if hindsight were, were 20, were, if I had 20, 20 hindsight, I probably would have 
just got a ride over to South Kaibab and gone down South Kaibab. Although, although it is an exposed ridge, but because of that, you get a little more wind and, um, and you get three miles less to deal with. And that hour might make a difference as far as being in the heat. So, uh, headed down Bright Angel. Um, it was over 100 at um, Indian Gardens, probably about 530. Uh, made it down to um, uh, Phantom Ranch a little after 7 and uh, feeling pretty good. Still looking at a good hour, or maybe of um, of daylight. So we took a few minutes, got some, made sure our water was topped off, and headed down the trail to um, well, the next stop would be Cottonwood, you know. And uh, we were able to get a good two and a half, three miles in before we were having to put our lights on. And I was leading at this point. Greg had kind of um, let us down to Phantom Ranch. Because I'm a big fan of letting whoever I'm coming with, as long as they're fit, obviously, let them kind of set the pace. And so, But through the box, I wanted to, to set the pace. And um, I chose a pace that was um, relatively equal to what we had been training at. Um, it was hot. But again, I didn't, I didn't overthink it, and I'm used to the heat. Um, and my partner wasn't, a, is not a complainer, so didn't complain. Um, but probably halfway through the box, I had a sense that something was not right. As um, Greg, who's normally a pretty fast hiker, was starting to fall back, and and then. Um, probably about three quarters of the way to um, Cottonwood Pump House, he started to uh, just not feel good. I could tell. Um, we made it to uh, to Cottonwood probably about, oh, uh, 10 o'clock or so. Maybe a little later than 10 o'clock. So we had been, uh, it took us um, well over three hours uh, to get to um, to Cottonwood and um, and then another chunk of change to get over to Pump House and when um, when he was at Cottonwood he just didn't feel good and I could tell there was some signs of heat exhaustion going on there so I had to shift my brain into managing this situation versus um, you know finishing and um, I suggested that we try to get to uh, Pump House which is was another mile or so from Cottonwood my thinking was that Pump House had cooler water um, some nice benches that he could rest on and then we can make a decision and after some rest, maybe if he felt like it, we still had a shot to get this thing in if he felt better. If he felt better. So we rested about an hour or so at uh, Pump House. 
And when he was ready to go, he asked me what we thought we should do. And I immediately said, we're going to turn around. Because I could tell, you know, being a coach and an athlete, there are just times you know, signs you look for that someone is not going to be able to make it. So that's kind of where we were at. And, and I made made one of the hardest decisions of my life to turn around and, and, and literally take this man's dream away from him. And, and I knew he was going to have to live with it. And um, no one likes to go through that. And, I, and, and that was put on me and I accepted it. That's the challenge that I accepted. That's the challenge I accept every time that I take somebody uh, on an epic adventure. Things may not work out. I mean, good grief. I mean, nothing's perfect. What do you think it makes? What makes it epic? If it were easy, anybody would be doing it, right? Or everybody would be doing it. And that's just not the way things go. So we turned around and um, we uh, we worked our way out of there and in the dark. And we got back to Phantom Ranch about 3.30. Um, spent some time there. We... We made it up to Indian Gardens by about 7 o'clock in the morning and um, trudged out of there, you know, a number of hours later. And um, look, um, we made it. And um, um, like I said, uh, sometimes we have to do things that we don't want to do. And um, uh, I call that a, a level two experience. It doesn't feel good. And this did not feel good. Did not feel good. Uh, but I know it was good for me because I learned a lot. And I know that Greg learned a lot as well. And it's good for others. And it served a greater good. Because we didn't get hurt. Everybody's fine. Some bruised egos and and uh, some confidence bruising there. But hopefully some learning happened. And that's the main thing here. But uh, we came out of there and... 17, 18 hours and um, and, and live to, to train and, and go for another day. So my next uh, my next adventure is going to be a full moon adventure solo in August. And, um, and hopefully uh, here in the next few days we'll be doing a, a decompression with Greg and, and what he learned and, and how we can improve and, and, and get after it again and, and, and bring his dream to, uh, to, to reality. I just want to share that little story with you on um, sometimes it doesn't always go well and sometimes you got to make tough decisions and that's what life is all about. That's what life is all and that's what makes us better. It really does. It really makes us better. So thank you guys. I love all of you here at Epic Adventures and um, don't forget to follow us on social media and uh, got some real excited news about training coming up. I mean, I tested my new training and this feel legs and knees just feel phenomenal so we're going to be sharing some more of that too all right guys i love you and uh talk to you later